Are you downsizing? Maybe need more room because of additions to the family, or possibly seeking that dream home you've always wanted. Well, Tim Eisner at Royal LePage Atlantic is the guy for you. With a proven track record and multiple awards, Tim goes above and beyond to find out your needs and exactly what you're looking for. So if you're seeking a new home or trying to sell your current one, contact Tim at 902-499-5717 or check him out on Facebook at Tim Eisner. Again, that's 902-499-5717. Trust me, when all is said and done, we'll be saying Tim Eisner strikes again. What is going on? Hope everyone had an amazing weekend. Welcome to another episode of Outside the Shoot. I'm your host, Randy Frame. Before we get to the OTC Player of the Week, a friendly reminder to let our listeners know that the annual Canada Cup International Softball Tournament in Surrey, BC is looking for more youth gold teams in the U19 and U17 categories. The tournament runs from July 10th to the 16th at the world-class facility Softball City. Currently, there are over 90 teams competing between five divisions. There will be over 10 international teams competing in the women's division, as well as a few junior national teams in the U19 division. This tournament offers great exposure to athletes, to college coaches, and to national team coaching staff. This is a tournament you won't want to miss. Visit CanadaCup.com to learn more and submit your application today. Or reach out via Instagram, where their handle is at CanadaCupSoftball if you have any questions. Get in on this one quick. Uh, It's shaping up to be a beauty one out there on the west coast of Canada, and Softball City will be the place to be. This week's OTC Player of the Week comes to us from Mississippi as Breland Kane takes home the weekly honors. Bree had a remarkable week in the circle for the West Lauderdale Lady Knights as she threw 12 and a third innings, allowing only one hit, recording 26 strikeouts, and only walking one batter. Those 12 and a third innings saw her throw a perfect game and combined no-hitter as well. Awesome job, Bree. Best of luck the rest of the season, eh? On to this week's guest, and we sat down and chatted with WBSC Men's World Cup silver medalist and current member of the Canadian Men's National Team, Corey Jones. Jonesy has had quite a career to date. He was a member of the 2008 Canadian Junior Team that won a silver medal in home soil here in Whitehorse. Uh, he was All-Canadian in 2019 with the Grand Prairie Pirates. And as mentioned, a big part of the Canadian Men's National Team that brought home a silver from the WBSC Men's World Cup a few months ago down in New Zealand. We're going to talk to Jonesy about getting a start in the game. The influence his dad played in his development. His lifetime contract he signed with Grand Prairie that uh, he doesn't really recall. Of course, the World Cup and much, much more. Jonesy was an absolute pleasure to chat with. Hope you and I are excited to see what kind of big moments lie ahead for him. Just as long as this isn't against the Mastodons this summer at Nats. Hopefully it's all good. With that being said, grab that drink, sit back, relax, because here we go. I got the world in my palm. Lights, camera, action, it's on. I can't describe what I'm feeling. Ain't never felt this freedom. I got the world in my palm. Lights, camera, action, it's on. Ain't never felt this freedom. Could you, could you say that anything goes?
Hey. Hey, Hobie. How are you? Good. How's it going? Good, man. Good. Another week. Yes, sir. Yeah. Another week. We have, uh, I don't know, we got about, I don't know how many inches, eight inches of snow or something crazy. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was quite a bit. Okay. Uh, two nights ago, and tomorrow's supposed to be plus 13. <laughs> so that's Man. how we're rolling around here we now. <laughs> the weirdest weather. We went at minus 45 on the weekend, and now we're plus 13 on yeah. a Thursday. Sorry. That was some cold, wasn't it? Oh, Jesus. That was terrible. Anyway. Uh-huh. Anyway, weather's been uh, crappy, but uh, look, getting closer to spring. As you notice, the days are getting longer. Like, they are. It was uh, almost 6 p.m. our time, of course, and it was still a little bit light out. Mm. It's kind of nice to see. Yeah. Actually, Speaking of a funny story from this morning, actually. Yeah. So the last two mornings, I've been up before my alarm's gone off. Like, yeah. You're really old. early, yeah. like 4.41 on Monday morning and then 5.40 on Tuesday morning. Wow. So anyway, I was like, whatever. So anyway, I woke up, woke up this morning, I opened my eyes and it was a light out in the bedroom. I was like, what? Uh, and then in my head, I was like, is it Saturday? And I was like, oh, wait, no, I played hockey last night. Like, you that's wish. definitely. So anyway, I popped up and, and Kelly's like, what? I was like, it's light out. She's like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I grabbed my phone. I was like, it's 730. And Harley had to be at school at 745. Oh, shit. And I was like, oh, man. And it's 730. I'm usually sitting in my office at this point. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> when you played hockey last we, night. Uh, we got. Every, I got Harley at the front doors of her school at 755. Wow. Yeah. So now I was like, I didn't want to say to Kelly, see, we can get ready this quick. We don't have <laughs> yeah. to. But I was like, yeah, you're biting my tongue. So. So yeah, you don't want to do anyway, that. But no, that's kind of, uh, I hate starting the day like that. Like, yeah. oh, it's tough. Sleeping in would be nice. Yeah, <laughs> it would be. Yeah. It's it been would a long be. time since I've done that. So we got a little bit of news to, uh, to pass along. Yeah. We would like to congratulate Joel Eisner. Uh, East Hans Macedon, of course, and longtime ball player in Nova Scotia um, on his retirement. Yes. Uh, I believe Joel turned 40 this year and or maybe the end of last year. And he has decided to uh, kind of hang his hat and not play at senior nationals anymore. He is going to play in our league still, but uh, just want to wish him congratulations. <laughs> hell of a guy, hell of a ball player. You know, he played uh, on the world junior team at one point way back in 1962 or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, he, he got to experience that. Of course, he was uh, played a big role in on his junior team in Troy. He was a captain. He mm-hmm. played four years at university at Acadia University, winning a CIS title. Yep. Um, and of course, played ball with us, uh, national champion twenty seventeen, and all Canadian that year okay. as well. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, congratulations, Joel. And uh, I know we'll see you around the ball field. He still has a he has a young fellow that he's coaching now, so he's got a lot of years ahead of him on the ball field. Yep. So Congrats, and, Izzy. And I can't wait to see him in that prodigy Red Sox uniform. <laughs> Who, Cam? <laughs> well, both. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Our team yeah. will take anybody at this point. <laughs> exactly. Especially any pitchers. Any pitchers yeah. out there? Yeah. Also, uh, a lot of thro- throw to congratulations to David Watson. Uh, Bubba was uh, in Australia pitching mm-hmm. at the U23 Australian Nationals and uh, finished second with his ACT team. Yes. Uh, congratulations, David. Yes, sir. It's nice to see awesome you down job. in, in uh, the land Australia pitching uh, on a national team and somehow not playing for Team Canada. But anyway, <laughs> we won't get there. That's fine. And another uh, congratulations being thrown out to Nick White. Yes. Uh, another Nova Scotia kid. He's been named to the Hill United Chiefs roster. Um, congratulations, Nick. After a hell of a season last year, of mm. course, with Canada Games and a bright future ahead of him. The yeah. kid's a bomb, man. And, and uh, Hill United definitely got that's that is a gem coming off the bench. Oh gosh, like, yes. And uh, yeah. and the stuff that like any advice like I was thinking about this the other day, like I think the biggest advice Whitey can get from us, yeah, or anybody really, be a sponge. 
Oh my God! Like, he, yeah, he already talked a yeah, little bit to like me about be a that. Sponge. Oh, absolutely! Like you got Bradley, Bradley to listen to me. Jesus exactly. Christ! <laughs> yeah. yeah, No, good for him, and uh, he has a bright future ahead of him, of course, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats, Whitey. Yes, sir. Um, I want to ask you about. Uh, did you see a friend of the show, Mike White? Yeah. University of Texas. Did you uh, see what happened over the weekend? I did not. Okay. <laughs> this is uh, this is awesome because you know Whitey doesn't give a shit about what anybody thinks, or he just does his own thing like right and that's why he's so successful in anything he's done well on sunday they uh were playing kentucky and ncaa has a a, a i think it's a drop rule drop dead rule that the game had to be over at this certain, certain time. time so kentucky could make their flights okay it's a rule that they have in place sure so anyway they're tied 4-4 going into extra innings kentucky scores three in the top of the seventh and while they're so they scored the three and then Whitey makes a pitch and change. Yeah. And at this point, I think it was 15 minutes until they the, yeah, dropped yeah, dead time. Dropped yeah. dead time. And so anyway, made a pitch and change and apparently threw a couple pitches and then I think he made another change. They come out, come back in the other bottom half and they were up. There was two outs. They had a runner on. Right. And they were about three or four minutes away from the chalk dead time. Well, the runner, he did a pinch runner. Oh. <laughs> the runner. Anyway, he lengthened it out. So played the time, played the time and it ended reverts back to the last inning. So, so it, it was a tie four four, which would make the record two, one and one on the season instead of two and two. Okay. And he is getting so much backlash. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But here's my thing. This guy's making almost seven figures to coach ball. Right. Like, if that rule's there, like, why not use it to how you would, like... Well, to your advantage. Right. That's part of the coaching part of it. Right. It's like, kind of so, shitty. I don't it, like the drop-dead idea. Right. But. I do. I. Uh, it's such a... It's, but I get the flight thing, too. Right. I mean, it's, it yeah. is. It's a, it's a... I don't like that rule at all, but at the same time, if you're a coach at that caliber and you're yeah. getting paid what you're getting paid... You're doing everything you can records to win or get matter. points. hundred percent. Yeah. So... Whitey, if you're listening to this probably up, but anyway, uh, kudos to you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, we got a member of Team Canada on yes, the podcast do. today. Mr. Corey Jones. Corey Jones. I his nickname's Jonesy. It has to be. Jo- ha- it is. <laughs> uh, well, it, I hope. I've been, when we texted back and forth, I'm saying Jonesy. I don't know. It Maybe could, it's Corzy. Could be CJ. <laughs> don't know. Anyway, we'll find out. We'll find out. But uh, yeah, he big year for him, getting named to Team Canada yep. and uh, going to Argentina and then, of course, down to New Zealand. Yeah. And... Like at 33 years of age, getting named, like, that's you know what I mean? Good. Like, that's, that's awesome. Blue. And I mean, I mentioned to you before we started recording, like, he was on the 08 junior national team. And then, yeah, that was with Longer and Daisy, right? Yeah. From Nova Scotia. Yeah. yeah. And never played at his first senior Nats until 2017. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In Saskatoon. In Saskatoon. Like, that's quite, like, I can't wait to find out what was <laughs> what, going what on happened in, in between, in between there. all yeah. there. And, but like, I do know that he, his first ISCs with, was in 08 at the ISC twos. Right. Which was the first one I ever went to okay. as well. And yeah. like, it's just. He probably hit a home run off you then. I don't know if we played each other, but. Well, if, even if, if we didn't did, play him, he probably still hit a home run off you. 100%. 100%. <laughs> no dope. But uh, yeah, anyway, I, and of course, can't wait to talk about. WBSEs oh my gosh, and yes, everything there sure. and yeah. everything that went down. But uh, anyway, let's uh, let's get to Jonesy. Sounds good. Yo. 
right, here we go. We are happy to have on with us today, 2022 WBSC silver medalist, current member of Canadian men's national team, the pride of Leduc, Corey Jones. Jonesy, thanks so much for coming on the podcast, pal. Thanks for having me, guys. Long time listener, first time caller. Awesome. Nice, nice. (laughs) How's things going out in Alberta today? Good, good. Weather's awesome. I don't know what it's like out there, but we're still like hovering around the minus two to plus two. Uh, it's kind of weird, but I won't complain. Yeah, we're all over the map as yeah, well. Yeah, we were minus 45 two weekends ago. We're going to be plus 13 tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Man. Yeah. Typical yeah. Halifax weather. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's kind of dumb, but anyway, yeah, yeah whatever. So how's, uh, how's winter treating you? All good? Yeah, it's been good. Just kind of get back settled into a routine and it's almost almost over here hopefully so mm. uh back teaching the kids and and uh that's about it nice how's, how's that going you uh what, what grade are you teaching i teach grade four or five. Four or five. Oh, okay be a challenge yeah right when they start getting attitudes <laughs> yeah i don't uh the grade five so i've done grade five for about seven years now yeah uh, i love them at that age because you can start treating them <clears throat> a little bit more maturely and yeah talk to them regular and you're not babysitting still too so yeah that's a good point too um but yeah some days are some days are interesting i'll tell you that yeah no t- <laughs> i can imagine no doubt at least you're <laughs> yeah. not what's my, my son's in grade 10 right now and holy frig man the, the attitude i'm getting from him now i mean you'd know with jake <laughs> but that <laughs> well yeah holy yeah. shit yeah anyway part of growing up but sometimes they, what goes around comes around i think though eh, Randy? yeah yeah one hundred percent, Jonesy. You're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mini me there, freak's sake. <laughs> so you you must be in uh, training mode now for the Capital City Men's Fastball League, are you? <laughs> uh, no, I better get my arm going. I'll tell you that. I'm not going to move for two weeks, but yeah. Do you pitch um, in that league? I pitch every single game. Yeah. What? Holy shit! Hey, hey, I know the feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, do you get lit up every night? Because I that's do. a feeling Randy has. <laughs> I actually, well, yeah, I actually last year, I don't know that I lost a game until the playoffs. Then I think I gave up 25 runs in two games and there were two playoff games and we lost. Oh, shit. That's a regular night yeah. for me. Huh? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how is that league? Oh, it's good. We're, we're scraping to try to keep it together. Um, my dad took over uh, before they moved out back out to Saskatchewan and then Braden Arkan from our uh, yeah. Grand Prairie Pirates team, he actually stepped up and took over. So him and I kind of try to keep it going. He does most of the work. Um, mm. I do some of the scheduling and stuff, but we usually started about six teams every year and then it ends at about five. But oh uh, yeah, we've got a good, like I got our Leduc team. I've got some buddies still playing and we've got a pretty good team. And then Braden runs a, kind of like the old lloyd minster dodgers um oh yeah that's uh actually my pretty sure my son played for that team when he is that near calgary yeah he he lived in calgary for a summer and played with jay duffy and i know they played for a dodgers team but maybe it's a different team i'm not sure that would have been calgary yeah lloyd minster's east uh okay i got you but and then the calhoun chiefs which keegan arcand runs um they've got a team in the league that is a, a strong team too and then um, we've got a younger team that's kind of a mix of younger guys and then older guys that are trying to play and, um, I don't know, it's been good just to, I don't know how much longer we can keep doing it, but hopefully, uh, hopefully it lasts a little bit here. Yeah. How many games, how many games do you play a week? Uh, <clears throat> we usually just do one or two. Okay. Uh, depending on, 
again, depending on if we have six teams or five teams or yeah, what it looks like. But the double headers suck when I'm the only pitcher. So. Yeah. <laughs> Randy knows that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any uh, any young guys coming up playing ball in the area? Uh, we've had a few. Like we had, uh, I don't. I know you guys. We had a Canada Games team there. Go to yeah. Um, and there was some kids from around here from the Edmonton area on that team. Okay. Um, yeah, but like, again, they don't have much to play, right? Yeah. That's the problem oh, is that, uh, uh, I don't know that like I could have kept playing if there was no competition to play. Right. Um, I don't know. To me, that's why we play. So exactly, exactly. That's why we're trying to keep our league running too, is to get the young guys coming up to a spot to play and then. Yeah, so aspirations are going away someday or something. something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, Jonesy, we're doing quick pitches with you. We, uh, I'm gonna throw some random questions to you, and (laughs) you answer them as best you can. All right, first one: If you had to live off one meal for a week, what is it? Uh, uh, Steak or potato chips. Wow. <laughs> Quite a price difference in those meals too. <laughs> I thought you were I thought you were going steak or potatoes and then yeah, I know. chips. <laughs> Fuck, I love that actually. <laughs> Save a pile of money, just eat chips all the time. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how well I'd uh, <laughs> go off that or how I'd look after a while. Yeah. It's probably not the best. That's probably you. not on Team Canada's uh, nutritional plan either. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, next one. Go-to drink of choice. Uh, <clears throat> I'm a beer or vodka guy. or I don't drink a lot of pot, so yeah, yeah. water, beer, vodka. I just actually I did just get addicted to uh, iced coffee as well. Oh, wow. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, all the girls like had, that. I hadn't had a coffee in. <laughs> I had a coffee in uh, my entire life until about a year and a half ago. So. I I still haven't. I've never had a sip of coffee in my life. Yeah. So. Wow. Don't don't do it. I would suggest don't do it. Okay. Oh man, I love it. Okay. Coffee. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you could go back and play one game over again, what one is it? Oh. Uh, I go way back, maybe to the. 08 World Juniors, mm-hmm. and when we lost in the final, I would love to go back to that game and hopefully change that. But mm-hmm. that's a long time ago. Yep. Uh, best excuse you've heard from a student on their why their work wasn't done. <laughs> oh man, uh, there's got to be a few. <laughs> there's too many. Like I can't even. The, the, a lot of the excuses are they have literally have zero time. Oh. And I'm like, well, like, <laughs> yeah. what did you do when you got home? Well, we played video games for half an hour, and it's like, okay. And then, yeah. and then, I'm like, so you literally had your entire evening, is what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that might be my favorite one because it gets shot down pretty quick. But I don't know. I don't get many. I don't know. That's a tough question. Yeah, not. It's not like back in the day when you could say your your dog ate the homework because everything's online now. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, one place in the world you'd love to visit. I just got to cross one of them off in New Zealand. That was on my list. Wow, uh, yeah. I think Switzerland, maybe. I would love to go to yeah. Switzerland. Maybe for like the Spangler Cup or something. That'd be cool. That'd be sick. I actually just had, yeah. uh, the owners of our company were in Switzerland. Um, wasn't too long ago actually. And they, they said it was the best place on earth, but super expensive. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. such a nice place. Yeah. Uh, best professional game you've seen live. Professional game. Um, 
I don't know. Oh, I feel like you've seen probably a a good chunk of hockey out there in Alberta. Yeah, no, I'm just trying. I'm a well. This you, is not going to go over well. I'm a huge Canucks fan. So yes, I know. I haven't <laughs> seen a lot of good professional games lately. But, uh, <laughs> no, uh, probably like a couple of years ago, not last year, but a couple of years ago, I got to go one of the Oiler playoff games, and there's just like there's something about like an NHL playoff oh, game. Oh yeah, sick. There's not. There's nothing like it. So. No, no. That's I hate true. to say that, but. Yeah, yeah, it's true though. I mean, I, honestly, NHL playoffs is probably my favorite playoffs out of the four professional leagues for sure. Well, and, and we're Canadian, so well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just beating the shit out of each other the whole playoff series. Yeah. It's just it goes for totally two, and a, two and a half months. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, uh, two more here. Toughest pitcher you faced in your career? Oh, uh, I I can't stand hitting off Sean Cleary, so. Uh, a lot of people <laughs> i'm gonna have to say that i just yeah i i, I hate it so yeah. <laughs> i hate john clary <laughs> <laughs> he is so fucking good yeah last one why hasn't jt miller been traded yet <laughs> oh man how long are we on <laughs> man let's not go there because you could get me talking for about an hour well, the best thing is I brought that up because that clip from there was it about a month ago when the, they were pulling the goalie and he was getting pissed yeah. off that the goalie wasn't going to, to the bench. It's yeah. just like, oh, man. And the, the goalie doesn't trust him because he coughs the puck up so much. Yeah, that's it. That was my biggest. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I I can't get into it. I can't. Yeah, okay. So, and yeah. OK, here's my other question about the Canucks yeah. just because I have it here. Well, no, I have it in my head. But uh, why haven't they gone back to their black jerseys? Like the throwbacks. For I don't the know if they're doing it full time at home right now. Like they've been wearing them for the last month. I wish they'd wear their white ones on the road. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I like. I think I don't know if that's how they're keeping me engaged as a fan or what. <laughs> throwing, uh, yeah. They just started. Uh, one of their guys is doing a podcast on the West Coast Express too. Mm-hmm. Um, like that was Bertuzzi and those guys, and those were like some of my favorite days as a Canuck fan. Yeah. So, um, they're just keeping me, keeping me engaged, I guess. And every time it might be very easy just to get, tell them to get lost. Well, do, you, do you get pissed right now that it, if they win a game, because you know, it's right now tank for Bedard. Yeah, I actually, <laughs> I actually messaged, uh, I messaged Haley last night cause he's a Red Wings fan. Oh, okay. And we put a beer on the game and they just got smoked and he messaged me being like, Oh, there's a, or can't wait for that beer and i'm like hey i'll happily i, I wish we'd lose more <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, freak. man well i guess let's uh let's get to your career here uh tell us uh how you got your start in the game uh yeah so i was i think around three or four started again just hanging around my dad's games and bat boying and for his teams and uh and learning it that way and then we moved well so I was born in Edmonton, then we moved out to Conquest, Saskatchewan uh, for about six years. And so dad just played in Conquest and had to hang around the Diamond, do some coach pitch out there. And then when we came back out to uh, Leduc, dad uh, started a program for us out here. And uh, and we just started playing and that morphed into our Leduc 747s program from mites all the way up. Where I think our last year was... Uh, my first year junior maybe um and essentially you just 
he started grabbing kids I was playing hockey with that were good athletes and kind of forced them over to yeah. uh, play boys softball. It worked out well. Like some of my best buddies they still have that maybe don't still play, but a couple of them still play on our, our league team out here. And, That's good, yeah. Um, and we, we built a really good program. Like we, So I went up through, uh, we won three Western Canadians in a row, I think, through both my years in Peewee and then my first year Bantam. Uh, we ended up winning. I think we won a midget bronze as well my first year. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So, like, and then we ended off in junior when guys, you guys know how it is. Guys mm. just start. They got lives, right, that yep. uh, they need to start. So we kind of right. had to disband there. But um, it was cool, the amount of people that came in and out of our program. And then my brother's three years younger than me. And so they kind of had a program following us all the way up under the same Leduc 747's group and uh, I don't know it was a great way to learn the game and play the game and, and fall in love with the game too. That's such that a good awesome. name the 747's where'd that, where'd that come from? I think he got it from uh, I can't remember if he played with or uh, friends of his from Maymont Saskatchewan that their team name was the Maymont 747's Okay. and then I think he liked it and then when we moved out here like like my house right now, I'm eight minutes door to door from the airport. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that was a part of it, but um, yeah. So that was who we were from essentially when I started playing out here till uh, my first year junior. Man, I'd love to see a battle between the two twenty twos and the seven forty sevens. Frank, it's funny you you brought up the the fact about hockey players and how. It, the Canada Games team yeah. from here, essentially, all of them were are like really good hockey players. Yeah, they all played high level and hockey. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that you know hockey players have a like can transition to this sport really well. It seems. Yeah. Yeah, and it just I, I totally agree. Like again, if you look through the softball history and the amount of like really good hockey players, like it's it's a lot. Mm. Right? Probably the majority. Um, and just how it transfers over and, uh, and I think back, like, not that I'm like that old, but I think back when I was coming up through hockey, like, uh, we were all athletes playing hockey too, right? Right. Like, yeah. We didn't, we did, we kind of could do everything where, um, I don't know. I've seen some kids that I coached in hockey years ago that, yeah, they're great hockey players, but they don't know how to throw a football or they don't know, um, like they struggle to go out and play catch with you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which sucks, in my opinion, as well. But yeah, uh, it is cool the correlation between the two. Absolutely. Yeah. You played pretty decent hockey, didn't you? Yeah, I played. I played Bantam AAA, midget AAA hockey all the way up, and then um, probably should have gone off and played junior, but um, just didn't love it as much as I should have. So I went to school instead and played some junior B back home. And, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, uh, lots of buddies too. So yeah, actually funny thing, like, of course, doing my research, I come across good stuff and this, this actually (laughs) made me laugh. Like your 2007 year with the oil Kings. Yeah. Your team captain, you're the playoff leading scorer, but you're also the top defensive forward in in the league. How are you (sighs) the top scorer? Plus the top defensive, like that's the ultimate player right there, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, so that was my, well, I call that my super vet year. Cause that was my, 
Uh, I played three years of Midget AAA, which most guys yep. are gone by their third year if they play it as a 15-year-old. But uh, um, I think I had like a down regular season a little bit. Like I still scored a bit. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. I had that playoffs we lost in the final that year, the provincial final. We go to the Telescope that year. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, just I didn't I, – yeah, I led the playoffs in scoring. I don't know. It's <laughs> awesome. It's <laughs> a good run, though. Good way to finish out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if, like, again, I don't know if that's why, like, that was maybe one of the funniest years of hockey I had. So yeah, um, it's hard to replicate, right? Yeah, I hear but, you. Same boat. Last year, Midget, yeah. I, I went off, and I still one of my favorite years I ever had, for sure. Yeah, and uh, you're at home, right? Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, when uh, when was it? you know, when you started thinking serious about the game, like softball, was it like in midget, like around there? Like, cause I mean, the junior team would have had to been on your, on your radar right then. Yeah. Kind of like, I don't know. I think just cause of my dad's path. Right. Like, oh, right. I always, yes. I always had like, whether I knew how far I could take it or not, like this game is all, I, like all I want to do is play ball. Mm. So, um, and I always knew I was like, like decent like i was but i always was pitching hitting whatever but like you never really know i don't think and you guys can probably attest to it too until you get to your first canadian championship right and then right you're like okay maybe i'm not as good as i think i am or yeah um because you start going up against like you see all you guys out east or the ontario guys or um you see some of the top bc guys and then it brings you back down to life a little bit um but yeah, I think once that junior national team got on my radar and then um, <clears throat> you get to experience that is it's like, oh, this is pretty cool. So what was it like getting word that you're on the team? I mean, that had to be pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. We did. I remember we did. We had a couple camps like um, we went to a Western camp in Saskatoon and then it was cool. Like a lot of the guys I talked to that got to play on that world junior team are kind of like you did what but they took the top 26 athletes that year to florida so we got to go to oh shit our, our final training camp was in florida um and so they picked the team after that and then uh yeah it was just uh, it was like relief it was cool excited all of the above mm-hmm. um yeah it, it was awesome yeah tommy was coaching that team wasn't he? Yeah, Tommy just sat oh, one of my favorites. Tommy D, what a beauty! What what what? Uh, <laughs> any good stories on Tommy? Because that guy, he was a beauty. He was geez. so awesome. I got a lot. Like, yeah, he just like he's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, yeah. right? And, yeah. Uh, I just thought it was cool. Like, oh yeah, he wasn't like. I think just that exactly that he was one of the nicest guys, but you always felt he was in your corner, right? Yeah. Like, um, one of my favorite lines he would have coaching third base is he'd always give the signs you'd be in the box and you'd be like i'm your biggest fan you know? <laughs> yeah i still remember that, yeah. that day, right yeah like, oh man um, and he wasn't lying right like nope. he just nope. uh, yeah he was uh, i loved him as a coach yeah so. and you, you got to play with longer and, and daisy as well on that team and too. patrick gave you yeah. 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 yeah yeah so it's funny i i feel like you and longer would be best friends right now based on <laughs> like you know what i mean like just <laughs> your i ran into um was he at canadians with you guys yeah yeah yeah, I talked to him a bit of Canadian. So, oh, that guy's just a weapon. He's a beauty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's funny. About longer the the year that uh, the Mastodons won in 2017, there, I got the 
when you guys sent me the, the team picture from yeah. you guys at Boston Pizza. No, you guys uh, went to a different place. Bar or somewhere. Yeah. Anyway, they sent they sent me the team picture and I was like going through and there was this one person. I was like, who the hell is this person in a, in a, white, in a wife beater? Like, <laughs> like, you know what I Passed mean? Passed out. Passed out. And, that, and they're at this restaurant and I was like, I was going through my head like, okay, they're there, there. And I was trying to say, who am I missing? And I was oh, like, hey, longer. Longer. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, that yeah. was awesome. God love them. Yeah. So, I mean, walk us through that experience in Whitehorse. Uh, obviously, great experience for you, even though, you know, you came away with silver and you said you would like to go back and play that game again. Yeah, it was just like, I think like that was, uh, I'm sure we'll get into it with like playing at that stage, like yeah. with the men's team, right? And the fans and whatnot. But that was like, we were getting, uh, this might be exaggerating, but we were getting three to 5,000 people um at the diamond and white like it was it was nuts and like that was maybe the first time like i played in front of crowds like that in, in ball mm. um and we were like we were good like i think back to the team i was i think shane bolin and i talked about it a little bit in in new zealand but like we our our team we we hit the ball and then we had like devin mccullough and dustin kashane throwing and then jordan, jordan Graham with, yeah a third thrower and like Jordan wasn't even hitting there. Like wow. uh, he would come off the bench and hit a home run. And then like, <laughs> I just, I just think we had like Dan Mitchell, uh, Justin Potskin, Shane Bowl. And uh, I don't know if you guys know Mike Noftel from New yeah, Noftel, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. He was unbelievable. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Dylan Cunningham was our third baseman. Uh, Tro, like we just, I don't know. We pounded the ball and our pitching was unbelievable. And mm. that's why I say I would love to go back. Cause I, I don't know how we yeah. lost that game. Well, it's, it's funny. I mean, if you, if you were to go back and look at all like rosters, I was just going to say the same thing. And the majority of those players on that team that you played on in 2008 are still playing, still playing and at, at, a, a, high level. at a high level. And you yeah. don't really see that. If you look no. back at a lot of the other teams, even recent teams, yeah, like you yeah. don't see it, and no. that's what uh, when I was going through the research and looking at the team, I was yeah, like, "Holy it's, shit, it's amazing! That's a great team. It's a lot of talent right there." I even look at too, like and you guys would know this well, but like Patrick Avery was unbelievable. Yeah, he, yep. But, and he was a bench player for us, right? Yeah. Like, um, and I think he got sick right before the tournament, or he might have been starting too. But like, yeah. Um, yeah, just uh, again, I talked to my because my dad was assistant coach on that team, right? So yes. We, we kind of will talk about it all the time. And like, same thing as you guys just said, well, we'll run into guys at Canadians or at ISCs or something. And then it's like, oh yeah, like how good was that team? But yeah, uh, yeah so. That's yeah. awesome. What was the, uh, I always like asking this question about Whitehorse. Uh, how was the uh, daylight all the time for you? <laughs> uh, it was wild. I remember I think the first night we got up there, we were in the dorms and um we were out a bunch of us i think Dust, dusty kashane had he used to like wrap up a sock with tape or whatever and he'd pitch it and he could he'd be throwing rise so we were out with a stick in the parking lot like wow playing just a pickup game and i think it was like 2 a.m and tommy came out and was yelling at us off the off the patio deck and we had no <laughs> idea because the sun was still out <laughs> that's weird tell yeah. me it's not bedtime yet we're grown <laughs> yeah. adults here <laughs> yeah. oh that's awesome if you're into online sports betting well we have the app for you 
I'm telling you right now, I use it personally, and it's helped me cash out at the highest odds possible a few times now. You see, betting lines have different odds at each sportsbook. By using the BetStamp app, you can line shop across all sportsbooks to ensure you are finding the best value available for each wager. It's like using Trivago to find the best deals possible, essentially. I'm sure everyone has used Trivago at one point in their lives. Well, by using BetStamp, that's exactly what you're doing in the sports betting world by trying to find the best payback for your buck. I'm telling you right now, this app is awesome. Go download it today and use the referral code OTC. Well, what are you waiting for? Do it now. Again, that code is OTC. So that that year all that marked the your first ISC experience at the two twos uh, in Wisconsin. Yep. There, like we were talking about, it was mine as well uh, with Lloyd Minster. What was uh, what was your impression of that? Uh, that would have been like. Like I knew the ISCs were out there, mm. but that would have been like we that was back when they split the twos and ones, yeah. right, Randy? Yeah. And so yeah, like they went with Lloyd Minster Dodgers and um I I thought the best part about it was just getting to play different teams, right? Yeah. And, um it's like holy, like this is bigger than just Canada or Alberta or whatnot. And then I think that one was we were talking that was in Appleton, right? Yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah. And then the ones were in Kimberly, so we go up in Horse Lake at a team. So there's a bunch of Alberta guys on there. So just like, again, getting to watch some guys that maybe you knew about but never got to watch all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the twos just also, again, kind of bringing you back down to earth and being like, okay, like I'm not as good as I maybe think I am. So Because mm. um, there's good players everywhere. So yeah, I found the biggest thing for me at that at – that ISCs like going over to Kimberly and, and watching the uh, the main ISCs because that's when Erky was playing with Midland. Midland, yeah, yeah, and uh, went over and watched it and just watching the caliber of ball and thinking, man, this is fucking good. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, holy cow, this is good. Yeah, and then like, yeah, and like I knew again some of the guys that the Horse Lake team were bringing in, and it was just like, okay, this is something maybe you can do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. So, like, all your ISC tournaments, were you? did you play with Lloyd Minster and Grand, Grand Prairie? Yeah, that's all I've done. I've wow. played, so, kind of a running, like, well, if you ever get a chance to chat with Donnie Atkinson, he'll, that's the first thing I'll bring up. I That 2010 year is the first year I went with him, and mm-hmm. uh, I've been playing with him on either Lloyd Minster or Grand Prairie ever since. So, um yeah, it's pretty wild to think that it was, it's been that long. Well, we'll talk about Donnie a little later on here in the podcast because I'm going to bring yeah. him up. <laughs> oh, freak. So, I mean, like any big moments stick out for you from any of these uh, ISCs? Uh, I, I think the cool part is just kind of like our progression as a group. Mm. Um, and like... Maybe if we hadn't progressed, we probably wouldn't still be kind of as the same core group going through. But um, just like, yeah, starting in the twos, and then I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just playing. And then we kind of started to get better and better. And then we put, I think, I can't remember. I'm not good with years, but one of the years when I started to morph the two tournaments together, um, and we started staying up in the top end, and then we moved into the Grand Prairie Pirates, and then kind of every year we've gotten better and better. And um, the last two ISCs we've, I think, finished seventh at both. So, like, just to be 
I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's progression. Team and, and and battle that way with yep. guys I've been doing it for mm. ten plus years. Well, especially, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. the last the last two years. If you're finishing in the top ten, man, that's <laughs> you're you're playing some good ball. Oh yeah, and then you get down to those last few days, and it's like holy crap. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, some things got to go right too, right? But um, I think that's the coolest thing is just being able to progress with the same group and um, and do it for a long time. I don't yeah. know how much longer we have left as a group. Mm. But hopefully, a couple of years here, and um, but uh, yeah, I think that'd be the coolest thing. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that the the pirates are going to like circle tap this year. <laughs> I just have that feeling. We, we went in 2019. It was, uh, <laughs> you're like, it's a good setup, isn't it? Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I, I had never been there for boys or anything before. Um, ISCs were there mm. and, uh, we went, we took a couple guys to the NAFAS was there before. So we went a week early, a few of us. And, uh, that was the first experience I got. And it was really cool. <laughs> Awesome. Anytime that there's a, a full fledged burr right on the, right on the ball field, I mean that's that's pretty sick. Yeah, we should just that's what we should be building everywhere. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, I agree, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, let's uh, let's jump to your senior men's nets here for a second. One thing that was crazy to me was, I mean, you didn't play your first one until 2017 in Saskatoon. You remember that one, I hope you. Yeah, I do remember that one. Yeah, I have a tattoo on my arm about it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, what? Why so long? Where were you to get to that first one? Like, yeah, what was going on? Sorry for yelling. <laughs> we, uh, like I said before, that we were kind of under the Lloydminster Dodgers, and we were playing the Senior B circuit out here, and we yeah. never, like, we had no teams going to Senior Men's Canadians. So, um, I'll. I think just put it up to that, right? Like, uh, we went a while in Alberta here, um, where we didn't have any teams going senior A or, yeah. or whatnot. So I found like the exposure was really hard to go find a team to play with. Or, um, I was also for a few years, they were just happy playing here, senior B, like, um, doing that. And then yep. all of a sudden it's like, okay, I want to do a little bit more. Right. So, yeah. Was there something that clicked for you? Like, was there like did a light switch go off and you're like, all of a sudden, hey, I'm gonna make goddamn team. Canada. I'm gonna play on Team Canada. <laughs> Fuck you guys. No, I got a story about that too. Like, I uh, that was not on. Like, so when I came out of junior, I was on. I got put onto that forty man with a few of us off that 08 team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then playing junior B hockey, I dislocated my elbow, uh, and th- that took me about like two, three years to fully recover from. And, uh, I don't know. I gained a bunch of weight and got out of shape and just like, didn't put any work in the ball side of it either. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, I, can't, I think it was right before the 18 or 19 season of like Todd Williams and Scott Galenza on our, on our pirates team. They like, we we're sitting in a bar, but, um, I think <laughs> that's where all Todd, the good talks happen. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Todd confronted me and he's like, can you like for one winter, just put some work in please and see what could happen. And I'm like, wow. And my big thing too, was I burnt out in hockey. Right. And I was terrified of that happening in ball. Cause oh, yeah. I, I love ball. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, man, if I like, if I don't take a break in the winter, am I going to, burn out by july or right and 
I started to put some work in and then all of a sudden you see results and all of a sudden it's like, Oh, things are easier. And, um, and then that 2019 season in that winter, I put a lot of work in both like fitness wise in the gym and then started hitting and throwing a little bit earlier. And that's where I can pinpoint things kind of took off. I sure. had a really good summer that summer. So it's amazing when you put the work in, isn't it? Oh mm. uh, uh, yeah. It's yeah. It's There's something kinda, to be like, said about it that. It almost makes you embarrassed that you didn't do it the whole time, right? Yeah. It's like, why didn't Why didn't I do this from when I was 19 till 28? Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. still saying that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. Uh, like, it's so hard to get ready for like 44 years, eight years of age, trying to get ready for the shooters yeah. league. Now it's just like, yeah. uh, okay. you got to put the work in. Yeah, no. I know. Hey, I credit you guys, like, especially like still pitching at that age. Like, again, I don't pick a ball up pitching wise all winter and then I go out and start throwing a big and I'm like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> yeah, why am I still doing I wish people didn't know I was a pitcher this morning. <laughs> yeah. Jonesy, there's a four month span where I'm so sore for the whole summer. Oh. It's ridiculous. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, well, let's, uh, let's jump to Team Canada because, sure. I mean, we had a lot to digest here in over the last, what six months mm-hmm. that's gone on and crazy let's uh first get named to the team what was that like uh, i was crazy mm-hmm. um like i said like so getting put on the 40 man in after uh canadian the grand prairie mm-hmm. um like i said i wasn't like yeah would i have loved to be on it but it wasn't my goal right like i just i wanted to help the pirates and and be better individually and then that came about and then um everything like COVID hit right and then all of a sudden yeah. shut down I'm like oh man like and everything got pushed and pushed and pushed and then finally when we got to uh play the Grand Slam in Saskatoon and I had a really good Grand Slam and like it all uh, I had some buddies being like oh like well, I think you might have a chance to make that Pan Am team and I'm like yeah right like um <laughs> You know, like, that's just how I am. I'm like, yeah. I don't think so. And then, yeah, all of a sudden you get the call, and I'm like, Wait, absolutely. And then uh, go into the Pan Ams in Argentina, and, like, what what an experience that was. My Man. biggest goal was, okay, I don't want this now. Like, that was a goal I set. I don't want this to be a one and done now, right? Right. Um, let's see what I – not knowing, like, uh, very well, I was like, hey, like, whether I'm a bench guy or whatnot in Argentina, like, my goal – I want to like make a name for myself so I can do this again. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, went in there, not really expecting to play a whole bunch and then just about started every game. And I was like, every game I was like, okay, okay. Like, <laughs> what was that so, atmosphere? Like, like that atmosphere crowd, in Argentina so, was ridiculous. I can't explain it. Like I, I try to explain it to people like mom and dad or my brother or like whatever. And I'm like, Again, I didn't know the number gets thrown around, but I was hearing like nine to ten thousand people, and there's like flare guns going off and drums, <laughs> and like guys are like Walshy and Hunts are getting ice and beer thrown at them in the outfield. It's like uh, <laughs> it was raucous. Like it was, yeah, it was nuts. It was great. Like we played, I think second night we played Argentina under the lights. Yeah, and I was starting at first base, and I remember the first inning. I'm like okay, get yourself under control here. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then you're trying to cheer and like, I don't know if Sean could even hear me from first base. Like it was, yeah. I don't know. It was, it was awesome. It was crazy. It was well, awesome. But it was well, I mean, just watching the feed, you could, 
you could feel the electricity through the feed. I oh, could just imagine what it was like there in person. Like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah you got to like, you got to do a good job. To, like, I'm a pretty calm person as it is. So I can't imagine if I'm a, if I was a guy that like plays at an intensity level of like Shane or Lolly Ryan or those guys. Like, yeah. Lolly. <laughs> yeah. Or Lolly, right. Or whatever. Like I pride myself in, in being calm. Yeah. And, like it was hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's wicked. That's awesome. Yeah, let's yeah. let's uh let's talk about New Zealand now. That was uh, I mean, oh, it was favorite. sick. Loved it. It was so good. Like watching it, the whole feed. I mean, all of it from your uh, your personal point of view. Uh, walk us through that tournament. Start in Palmerston. Yeah, yeah. Start in Palmerston. Palmerston. Palmerston was crazy because, like, I think it was like hello one of the nights right before. Hello? Hey, yeah. Can you start that over? We just lost you there. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I think I was talking to Cam. Can you hear me? Yeah. 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 To Cam Schiller when we were playing them right, like right before the tournament started, and he was talking about how he's watching the feed, and we were just like, yeah, like roll off the plane after two months of not playing, and you're playing New Zealand, <laughs> yeah. Argentina, Japan. Japan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, like I think it was the best thing for us, but it was like. Holy crap! Like first day we played three games, wow! And uh, yeah, it was just it was crazy. So um, that and then to roll into the tournament and like I just I don't know. I the whole time we were just kind of rolling, right? And mm, yeah. You guys watched it. And yeah. It was kind of probably the same as watching it. Like um, whoever was in or out or whatever, guys are picking up here, or there, and mm-hmm. I don't know. There was. And it's not an overconfidence thing, but there was never a point going into the final that I thought, oh, man, we might lose this game. Like, it was, I don't know, completely believed in every guy we had on the yeah. on the team. And it just, we just came up short, right? But yeah. uh, overall, yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why you played that. You, you guys had that such a good game against Australia in the round robin. I mean, you're yeah. going into that finals. And, of course, confidence is going to be high after playing that round robin game for sure, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it was more just, yeah, for me, like, I don't know, just the way we were clicking all over the place, right? And yeah. It was like, it was, it was one of those moments where you're like, okay, like, yeah, this, things are going good, right? But yeah, that's what you play. Yeah. So it's also the benefit of having so many leaders on that team, too. It's like, there's, there's no way anybody's going to go into that game thinking we're not going to win because those yeah, guys no, have all been, if you do, you're in trouble. Right? Yeah, so, yeah. 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 And I mean, that's Australia. I mean, well, oh, fuck yeah. Fucking Jesus. That, 18 year old oh, Baskerel pitched the game of his didn't they, life. Didn't they get you in 2008 too, Jonesy? Oh, shit. Yeah, that's it. Fuck, yeah, man. So. Don't be throwing that out. Well, hang on. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> they did, yeah. Yeah. It's good redemption time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, like I said, I mean, Baskerel played, re- oh, pitched Jesus. really well, and, and Cronky just went off that tournament. And, I mean, and Chelsea, like, they just came together, I, I feel, as a, as a squad because they were really, they were overlooked. Wouldn't you agree? Oh yeah, but if you look, yeah, and absolutely. And then they go into Palmerston, they win Palmerston, and then they just they they kept that going at uh, at the Worlds too, right? Mm. Um, they just again, I think they probably felt the same way, way we did, where they just felt like they're clicking, they're clicking. So yeah, uh, next yeah. guy up, like Adam got hurt, and then yeah, Best Girl was like, who's this fucking kid? Yeah. And I mean, Kronky was pitching and as well. Kronky, yeah, Jesus. Sure. Anyway. Yeah. It, anyway. was, it was fun to watch. And it, uh, for you guys, for, I mean, for you, Team Canada, what was it like, you know, being a part of, you know, 
Mace's last game as Team Canada, Hilly, you know, guys like that that have worn the the red and white for for so long. What was it like being a part of that? It was just uh, cool, like uh, to see how like how much it matters to them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and how much they care, and and it's also really cool to look and be like, man, that's something like I wish. I wish I could have played as long as you, right? Like yeah. For how many years they got to put in the program and um, keep coming back. Like that, that's, it's so impressive. Those guys that are doing that, mm. like I didn't make the program till I was 33 years old. Yeah. Well, which is very impressive as well, Jonesy. <laughs> and now I'm just, yeah, again, my next goal is okay. Let's see if I can do it see again. If I can get one more go around. Right. Yeah. Um, but like you look at those two and how long they've been playing and a lot of the other guys, it's like, um, that, that's something I really appreciate in all those guys, right? Yeah, for sure. The biggest, well, the fact that Hilly was playing with a fractured wrist is crazy. And like, I, di- I really didn't know the extent of it till, you know, his episode on with on the podcast with him and Lolly, right? Yeah. And he went through everything that he did. And I was like, holy shit, this guy's a warrior. Like, for what he did and what his injury was, like, that was amazing. Yeah. And like, uh, it would have sucked if he, couldn't uh, put the effort in, right? Yeah. He's such a whether he's playing or not, like he's a he's a guy I really look up to. So yeah, um, like to have him around, whether he can play full time or not, is mm-hmm. in in my opinion, it benefits you big time. So, oh, for sure, uh, yeah. for sure. And then like in batting practice, <laughs> and you guys could have seen him in batting practice. Like he took batting practice every single day, but it I guarantee you it hurt like hell. Like you can <laughs> tell. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That had to be tough for sure and mace he went out in style man that guy had a hell of a tournament yeah it was cool to see too right like um whether i think again if and mace can attest to this but if he uh he's ever slumping or struggling just let him play against the pirates in a (laughs) on the seventh situation because i think he's walked this off like two or three times in the last Son of a bitch. Or just grow back that mustache. Yeah. That was kind of my thing. (laughs) Did anybody even did anybody even talk about that? Like (laughs) when he shaved his mustache, he kind of went cold. I was like I didn't bring it up to him. So uh, probably not a good idea. We joke about it. (laughs) I don't know. Usually you go the other way though, right? Like in Palmerston, I had a mustache and I couldn't hit, so he shaved mine off. Yeah. Uh he had his and he was hitting moon shots and then he shaved it off so i don't know maybe there's some behind it I don't know. maybe yeah i can't grow one so i don't worry <laughs> so uh what's in store for uh the season and beyond for you jonesy uh we're just i i took like to be honest and like some of our pirates guys can probably attest to this but i haven't been very active in the group chat lately i just i needed a break like i yeah. took oh no doubt um kind of two months off and then uh now we're getting geared up for uh, another season we're planning on going to ISCs and Canadians again and uh, um, got a little bit of attorney schedule going and there's a bunch of us going the Arcans have uh, their team that they take to native Canadians oh right and yes so they're taking a team we're going to Vegas there at the end of March and that'll kind of be the start of it that'll be all right <laughs> yeah I've, I've never been to Vegas before so it might uh, oh Jesus might 
Yeah, it might be an issue for me, but we'll see. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. going to Vegas to play ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, freak. All right, buddy. I'm, we're going to do a player association now. Uh, sure. Of course. You know what this is all about. I'm going to throw out some names to you, and if you have a story with them, let let them fly. Uh, first one, Devo, Devin McCullough. Devo. Uh, Devo and I go a long time back. Like I've been playing against Dev since he was like, well, he's still pretty short, but since he was just this little <laughs> skinny kid and squirt and peewee flying off the mound at that point, like he, cause he's a year younger than me and mm-hmm. he would, it was like, like, again, it's no different than what he is today, but like you look at him and even when he was in squirts and peewees being like, how the hell is this kid throwing this hard? Right. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, and then we've been teammates. I went to Saskatoon and played junior with them for a year because of him, essentially. Uh, played on the world junior team together. Got to play in Argentina together. Um, I don't know. Uh, he's one of my favorite guys in the game. Nice. Nice. Uh, next up, Evan Normand. Evan Norman. Oh. <laughs> Evan Norman is one of my best buddies. Uh, we grew up, our Leduc 747s, my dad ran and his dad, Lyle Norman, ran the Calgary Rockies, and we pretty much played in every single final from squirts through midgets against each other. Evan pitched for them. I pitched for us. Um, it's surprising that we're buddies to this day because of that. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, Evan Norman's one of my best buddies. He's an awesome guy, too. Right on. Uh, Donnie Atkinson. Let's go. Donnie Atkinson. Where do I go with this one? Uh I don't know. Donnie's claim to fame is in 2010, he signed me to a lifetime contract with the Dodgers, now Pirates, and I'm still here. So It must have worked. Uh, yeah, I also don't remember the evening that he did that. So, <laughs> um, But, uh, no, Donnie's been, again, awesome, helping me get into the men's game and then um, <clears throat> transitioning into the Pirates and – um, just a, like super good teammates. Uh, one of the funniest guys you'll ever be around. Mm. Um, and, uh, another good buddy of mine. Yeah. So and he seems like a, like an awesome guy. I'd love to, love to sit down and have a beer with, with Donnie for sure. I mean, what the, you know, him and Tosh and, and, uh, Dino are doing with the twos program out there is, is pretty awesome. Yeah. If you've never got a chance to sit down and have a beer with him, I would highly suggest it. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, two more here. Braden Arcand. Braden Arcand. Uh, he is one of the scariest guys I've ever pitched to. I'll tell you that. Um, he like literally still in league to this day. I'm terrified to pitch to him because the ball comes back at you. So fa- like when he's on, he's hitting the ball up the middle and uh, his arms are so long, but um, I don't know. It's another great player from out here that I'm proud to have kind of been growing up through in the last, 10 years with um a great teammate as well him and his brother um yeah great guy nice great guy. Good. good buddy of mine as well last but not least i think you know i'm pretty well uh jordy jones <laughs> oh, jordy jones. Oh. we have to bring his name up oh we have to because you know why you know why we have to because doing my research i come across the game at nafa where he hit two home runs with five RBIs and you had a home run. So I was like, oh shit, I got to bring him up. You probably haven't heard the backstory on that. Then. No, let's hear it. So 
he hits in that first game. I can't remember who we were playing, but he hits two home runs. Minnesota. You were playing Minnesota. Yeah. And I guess I hit one or whatever. But after the game, they came and literally took his bat. It was an illegal bat. But (laughs) because they, I don't know what the ruling was, but because they didn't find out like mid game or whatever, like home runs counted. He didn't get kicked out of the game. All they did was just took the bat for the rest of the tournament so we gave him shit for that because we're like um i was like well hit one with a regular bat and then we'll talk right yeah yeah i know my brother like again my brother's a good ball player too like he um he's moved back he lives in conquest saskatchewan with his wife where my dad's from um they still play in the second division in the saskatoon league and um he could he could probably be playing um, some with us if he had a little bit more time, but uh, yeah, and he's biggest supporter. He was a New Zealand watching us too, so awesome. it was cool to have him and and my family there. So nice. now, is he associated? He's, is he with the Saskatoon Blades? WHL? Yeah, he's there. Uh, I don't know what his exact title, but he's like their brand manager and does a lot of the communication stuff with the Blades. So he just started that about six months ago. So he's. Um, he's doing really well there. Oh, that's wow. Wicked. Actually, I think that's what Erky started out with, with the Mooseheads. Like as yeah, the, you're right. Yeah. And now he's the president of hockey operations. No, so. and Erky used to tighten their cups or something, he said. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he didn't say it. He liked it, he said. Maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, freak. Man, that, hey, what a great, great way to end the podcast right there. Oh, shit. Yeah. Listen, Jonesy. Thank you so much for, uh, you know, taking the time to, to come on and talk to us. Uh, you know, love what uh, what happened this past season with you and Team Canada and can't wait to watch what's in, in store going forward here. No, thank you. I really appreciate you guys having me on. I wasn't uh, expecting to get that call. So I'll sit down and talk ball any day. So right on. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll be we'll be having a beer in the beer tent in uh, Vancouver. You're going to Vancouver? Oh, wait, We're going to know. Surrey. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> We're going to get Same left. thing. Abe says it's the same thing. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, Corey. Okay. Thanks, boys. See you, Jonesy. Okay. See ya. Right on. Wicked, wicked. Awesome. Now See. he has to get a school plan ready for tomorrow morning. School plan. Get her ready for the grade four, five class. Yeah, you know, Jonesy's an inspiration to a lot of guys. If you think about it, being 33 named to Team Canada just means that you put in the time, you can actually do something. That was the main thing I took out of that right yeah, there. The talk. Absolutely, man. Like, you know, see what happens when you put the work in. Yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, it's not rocket science. It, it that is the case. You yeah. got to put the work in. It doesn't always mean you're going to make the big team, but no, no, no. If you want to succeed, get you, it, and it doesn't just go for sports. It goes for anything. Yeah. It's life, marriage, work, 100%. everything. Put in the work. 100%. Anyway, I like it. I like it a lot. Yes. Good inspirational uh, podcast, Randy. You did a very good job. Yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate You're that. Um, we got a Yeti draw going on. Yes, we do. Yeah. Our draw is April 8th, I believe. Yep. Yeah. It's $1,000 worth of Yeti product. Pretty cool. Some cold Full stream. Full of e- cold stream product. Yes. We also have a uh, wrapped Michelob light fridge mm. full of cold stream product as well. A second prize. That so sounds, like, two a, prizes that being sounds drawn. like a great, great prize for it Easter. Does. It's a great Easter draw. Great Easter draw. <laughs> so anybody wants uh, wants any tickets on this, you can get them. Uh, and we'll get you the prizes no matter where you're no at. No matter where you're at. So one ticket's five or? It's, it's $5 for one ticket or five tickets for $20. 
All you got to do is email transfer the money to ehdons at gmail.com. That's ehdons at gmail.com. And we will enter your name into the draw. We'll fill out your ticket for you. Make sure you give yeah, us your Make sure you phone include number. your phone number or your email address and your name, of course. Yes. That way we and know. And please do. Please do. We, uh, you know, it's going to be a big a fundraiser. Long drive, to, uh, long drive to Surrey, BC. Long drive to Siri. Siri. <laughs> Siri. Siri. Yes, <laughs> Randy. Offering. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So uh, we got that draw coming up. And yeah. if you could help us out, we would definitely appreciate it. Yes. And we're back in the dome for. Yeah, some skills for, skills for, for, for the kids, kids from U11 to U17 starting on April the 2nd. I'm looking forward to that for eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Two-hour sessions on Sunday nights. Yep, should be good. I yeah. love getting out with the kids. It's probably my favorite part is is uh, of the season is actually doing my skills in the in early spring. Yeah. I love it. I freaking love it. The funnest thing I thought you know last year seeing is the progression of kids from the beginning to the end. Holy crow! Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome to see. Yeah, and hopefully the numbers are going to be like last year because I mean, well, we had 46 last year in the gym so i i hope they're the same because we have the dome we this have year, the dome so. yeah. yeah much more room yeah lengthen the note yeah. um what else do we got i don't know if we have anything else um who's up next don't know well that's good i haven't uh <laughs> i haven't got i don't know yet i have to uh i'm going away in 25 start, days uh, are you going to jamaica oh. to play ball yeah, play ball. <laughs> no, what? I'm not going to play ball. <laughs> Jimmy, yeah. come on. Yeah. Who's all going down there? Uh, neighbors and neighbors and us. Oh, nice. Yeah, it'd be fun. Nice. Um, Hedonism. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> my wife doesn't know yet. <laughs> oh, okay. No, do my neighbors. Oh, uh, freak. All right. Well, all our listeners, thanks again. Another yep. week upon us. Uh, listen, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Keep trying to help grow the sport. Yep. It scares me to think like when Jonesy was saying about the kids not having places to play or not enough competition, like mm. in Leduc, they're what, eight, not far from Edmonton. Yeah. It's a major city in Canada. We, we got to grow the sport somehow. Yeah. Those kids that were on the Canada games team, keep playing. Yeah. Keep playing. Go play in that league that Jonesy runs. Yes. Like, gosh, play. Keep playing. Like best sport. Yeah. All right, homie. Anyway, yeah. Take care. Have a good week. Okay, pal. Classified.
nice I'm trying to take these people higher It don't matter if you're afraid of heights right, right, right. It's like that back massage It's a bachelor party over your last hurrah Feels good, don't it? Good, don't Enjoy it. it while you can Cause this all stops when the record ends The three types of people I know that tell the truth Kids, drunks, and those who nothing to lose I'm on my last drink though, but got no weed to smoke Oh, just found a join in the seat of my coach That's a grand slam Downsizing? Maybe need more room because of additions to the family, or possibly seeking that dream home you've always wanted? Well, Tim Eisner at Royal LePage Atlantic is the guy for you. With a proven track record and multiple awards, Tim goes above and beyond to find out your needs and exactly what you're looking for. So if you're seeking a new home or trying to sell your current one, contact Tim at 902-499-5717 or check him out on Facebook at Tim Eisner. Again, that's 902 902- 499-5717. Trust me, when all is said and done, we'll be saying Tim Eisner strikes again. <laughs> 